Welcome to your favourite show, Nope, I'm Out. This is your show where we encourage you to give up. We quite literally inspire you to throw in the towel and hopefully you'll quit your job, experience or whatever situation is just not serving you at the moment. Right now, I've got my good friend and guest. You want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name is Ayo. Um, I'm Debs' friend. Okay, lovely. Love that is the most important qualification, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so... Um, let's just dive right into it. Actually, no. Let's play a quick game. Mm. Let's play a quick game. So I'm going to pick a topic, a random mm. topic, and I'm going to pick a random letter. Mm. It's, this is a random letter. I promise you haven't thought about it before. How, how's it random? How do you know it's random? Okay, pick a random letter. Someone behind the camera. Can how, do, how do we know that's random? Oh, it's, I haven't spoken to them. Okay. Do you get what I mean? I so, believe you. I believe you. Why? Why? Oh, wow. That's difficult. I'm just going to pick a topic, basically, mm. and we have to go back and forth mm. with that letter, basically. Mm. So, food, and I'm going to start right now. And I'm just going to time how long it takes you to go, and I will rank all the other guests as well. And I'm giving Why? you... I am kind of giving you time right now as I bring up my clock to think. As I bring up my clock to think. Okay, three, two... Oh, hold on. Three, two, one, go. Do I start or do you start? Yam. Yellow peppers. That is an absolute no. We're not going to be doing that. What do you and mean? Then, no, we're not going to do that. Like, we, you can have yellow anything. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Wait, what like, other food starts with white? Do, you didn't even last 10 seconds. No, what other food starts with white? Um, yam chips. Are you being serious? So you're going to say yam chips, yam <laughs> pottage, yeah. yam, yam pottage. yam... Um, what else things with it? Yogurt. Um, yeah, yogurt. I would have won it either way anyway. I would have won it either way. Why? So, anyway, you lasted three seconds. No so way that counts. On the leaderboard. <laughs> you no will be happy that to, counts. You'll be happy to know that right now you are but, in first place. But, if, but do you know what's funny? <laughs> Is that like, yellow peppers was correct and you threw me off. Like Yellow peppers? We, yes. Isn't, no, Is that but, the, but the thing is pepper. Is that otherwise, edible? Otherwise, the, like, the peppers was edible. No, but it, I mean? they're used for different things though. No, but like it's just called. You wouldn't use yellow pepper to mix you, would you? I can. It would look mad, but I can. Use right. It. So I, I can. The different was it's edible, though. I've. Like, I can't lie. You lasted three wow. seconds, but you are in first place. Let right them comment now. below who who's right. Do you get what I, I mean? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Comment below right. whether you think that's a disqualification. Um, that's hateration. Or not. But let's dive into it. When was the last time you said nope? I'm out. In a meaningful way. Yeah, and just the last time. Last time. Yeah. Uh, I'll say maybe November last year. So this is just because people don't know when we're recording. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, November twenty twenty one. Oh wow, that was very recent. Um, oh wow. But, but then it's, what's funny is like I said, I said in a meaningful way. Yeah. I said it, and it's like, nah, I'm not actually out. Interesting. Tell me more about that. So, um, startup life is hard, right? Yeah. Like, and was building a product with some friends. Um, and I think the market dynamics changed, team dynamics changed, and the energy just felt a bit different. Mm. I was like, I don't think this is worth, this is where I should be investing my time. Mm. Um, and then finally addressed it. and said, actually, do you know what? I think I do wanna, I do wanna continue this. Mm. So I said, nope, I'm out, but then kind of didn't really leave and then continued. Um, interesting. Um, that's interesting. Cause I think like, I've also been like in the startup space. I'm still in the startup space mm. now. And, um, I said no if I'm out in the startup world very recently mm. as well. Um, 
I can't say it's for the same reasons, definitely not team dynamics, um, but certainly market, not, mine was more so like a, there were, there, there were market threats basically, mm. like from a legal perspective and that can either be a moat or like an absolute disaster yeah. basically and I'm not like a policymaker. So that's definitely something that contributed to me, but I feel like saying no pam out is not like a moment in time it's like a gradual thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like, it's like i don't know if there's a game um there's a game i used to play i think it's like it's either a horse i think it's horse it's like a basketball game or something where we used to, you used to have to like shoot and like spell the letters so i think it was called horse but it may be called something else like all across the world and the reason why i'm saying it's because like it kind of reminds me of just the, the whole no pam out concept in mm. a sense it's like there are things, and then you kind of add a letter to the board until you just spell. Stop instant. You get what yeah, I mean? Until yeah. you just spell, no, like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not mm-hmm, staying mm-hmm. in this, like, anymore. But November is very recent. So is that, like, the first time you've said, no, if I'm out? What, what was, like, the earliest? Earliest? Oh, mm. there's, there's so many no, if I'm out. Yeah, like, I know my so, earliest. But then sometimes, like, is no, if I'm out of things I've never even started, but things I've maybe mentally committed to. Yeah, but you might have gone through the journey mentally of like, okay, what so, would this look like? And so like, I, went actually, be, I went to be prime minister at one point. Interesting. And then interesting. I analysed the dynamics and I was like, actually, nah. I wanted to like work for the government and change policy and yeah. like help people but from a policy perspective. Mm. And then I worked for the government and I was like, nope, definitely not for me. Mm. Um, so like, there's been times where I committed to something. I was like, actually, yeah. I tried it out, learned a bit more. But like, you actually did get experience. Like, yeah, in the government one, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the prime minister What one. was that like? What's, what is that? Um, so, As in there's like a scheme, like civil yes, service? Yeah, I did or... a civil service uh, internship. Yeah. And uh, I was in a department <laughs> that was, um, I was involved for transport actually. Mm. And I learned they've been talking about HS2 Oh, for like okay. eight years before yeah. I joined. Mm. I said, sorry, eight talking. And they mm. started talking about the dynamics of how the mapping changes based on each cycle of, of MPs that come in. Mm. I was like, so when are we going to actually like do so the it, thing? So just to kind of clarify, it's like, depending on like the actual lawmakers and yeah, policy yeah, makers, yeah. the they, actual they, they, direction they, of they the... They redraw yeah. the pathway because they're like, oh no, this is favourable this way or this will help the community. Yeah. So like, okay, so you agreed this was needed eight years ago. Yeah. This eight years before I joined. Mm. HS2 is still not existing. This oh. is... <laughs> the reason why I feel what you're saying is, I won't even say where I'm from. But where I'm from is very close to where the crossrail is meant mm, to pass through. Mm. That crossrail, that crossrail started, they closed my bus stop because they were building that crossrail when I was 16 years old. Crazy. I won't tell you how old I am now. <laughs> I just know time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> time has passed. So I, fu- I fully, to be fair, right now I can see the train on the track is just not moving. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. But I probably feel you there. Then, like the feedback loop so is slow. is like yeah, crazy yeah. slow. I, think yeah. I, I found that sh- crazy shocking. Mm. So I was like, nope, I'm out. Like, and I wasn't like, nope, I'm out from the public sector entirely at that point. Actually, mm. it was just being a policymaker as a civil servant mm. wasn't, in my view, the best way to make the change I wanted to see. And in so your said, nope, in your opinion, the best has a lot to do with like the pace pace and scale like, i think mm, um, mm. those two things they matter because even mm. if you're trying to do something really really big and like it's going to take 15 years like if, if someone's average career is 40 years mm. you spend eight years talking about hs2 mm. um how many are you going to spend it's still not it's still not done yeah yeah right yeah. so like but i heard it's not anyway i don't really know you know what i mean these are just newspapers i'm yeah. hardly like an insider but like i heard there was a budget thing as well like, many different things but yeah. I, I think seen my, what I saw wasn't a budget constraint. Yeah. What I saw was... Uh, Bureaucracy. Yeah, game playing, mm. if that makes sense. Which, mm. again, I understand, like, 
you don't have to commit to what your predecessor agreed on. Mm. You're like, well, they agreed on this, not me. Mm-hmm. I'm changing it. Um, which always just meant like cycles and cycles of yeah. endless conversation as again, opposed to again. like genuine action and impact. So mm. for me, I was like, I don't know if this is the space for me to, to actually make a change. So I was like, no, come out. That's really interesting. Like, because the earliest, I think the earliest time in my life that I remember that I said no come out was to grammar school. So um, 11? Yeah, 11 plus. So wow. my parents wanted me to do the 11 plus and my teacher wanted me to do the 11 plus as well. And I didn't do it for such a funny reason, like genuinely. And I, I am still glad uh, I was, yeah, I am still glad I didn't do it because um, I really enjoyed like my state school experience mm-hmm. and everything. But quite literally, um, at least in my head, I kind of looked at, I looked at the kinds of people that were going to state school mm. and I felt like I identified with them a lot more than the kinds of people that were going to grammar school, basically. That's um, and that's what I will say about that. Sure. The, the bottom line is that like, I just felt like I wouldn't have as much fun. Cause mm. I was always, I've always been like a class clown. Like yeah. I don't want to give up that career anytime soon. Do you get what I mean? Like even at 10 Not years old, career. I knew hundred percent that I need to get this joke. Like, I need to get these jokes off. Fair, fair, Do you get fair. what I'm trying to say? And so like, I just didn't want it to get in the way of my banter. Do you get what I mean? Because I think, and the funny thing is, um, it might seem like it's not important, but just- well, you at, yourself. Exactly. At that age, I just felt like if you take this part of me away, regardless of whether the world that I'm talking about is, actually exists, by mm-hmm, the way, mm-hmm. but if you take that part of me away, I just felt like I'd be very, very unhappy. Yeah. Even at 10, I knew. Do you get what I mean? And so I just said, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm not doing this. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this, basically. I ended up at a grammar school anyway. Um, which was probably why my parents even allowed me to do that. So mm. it kind of looked like they were like on my side, but they were just like, mm, we'd give this one a couple of years basically. And then she's going right back to where we wanted to go. But that was like the earliest form like of it. And even as I'm thinking about it, one of the reasons why I asked the question is because I feel like the no pam out stuff is like exercise. It's like mm. the more you do it, you don't realize all of these links are connected. True, true, you, get, you don't true. realize that you're saying no throughout your life to like different things. You get what I mean? Um, but I just feel like it makes it a lot easier to say no mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as you kind of grow up. So that was the last time. The, the policy thing was the earliest time you said. Earliest saying, meaningful time in my adult age yeah, kind of like. Yeah. Earliest meaningful time. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm, so I know personally that mm. like you did an internship at, can I mention? Yeah, that? sure. Okay, yeah, at Bloomberg. And everyone should know Bloomberg. Um, And that was like, I just, yeah, it was like a time in your life where you were still in education. Yeah, I'd actually finished final year. So that was was the internship between, well, it was after graduation, basically. Oh, so, oh, okay. Okay, I'm not used to, I'm not used to those ones. Yeah, I was a nut job at uni. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did did it go? So... Are you at Bloomberg now? (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny question. So, no. I, I yeah. do not. I, I don't want to Bloomberg anymore. Mm. Um, so in my final year, randomly I got an email from mm. someone at Bloomberg, mm. um, and they said, "Oh, we're for Python engineers." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, I'll, I'll talk to you guys. Like, something to do in the summer." Like, mm. I, I don't like being idle, mm. and I don't think any experience is a bad experience. Mm. And at that point in time, I was kind of doing my my research. Actually. There were a couple of experiences that would like qualify as yeah. bad experience. Yeah, at that point, I was like, Do you know what? You could have been doing other things with your I, time. Yeah, I agree. But in that, <laughs> but yeah, in that, in that moment in time, it was like something to do in the summer, something to learn. Mm. And my research thesis at the time was um, to do with financial data anyway. And mm. I'd been messaging Bloomberg to mm. say, "Hey, 
can I get some data for my thesis? Can I get some? And mm. airtime, no one was replying. So when Stragruta replied, I was like, this could actually be a cool strategy to play. Mm. Um, so when, I, my interview wasn't really an interview. Like I went with my laptop and showed it when I was building. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, do you want to come work here in the summer? Mm. I was like, yeah, sure. Um, so none of the, you know, when, tell me your time, you were No, there was pressure. no tell me your time. It was just literally <laughs> just like, oh, so how does that work? How did you arrive at that conclusion? What, like, we were just literally talking from my dissertation at that point. Mm. Uh, and for context, it was like uh, quantum computing uh, for financial portfolio optimization. Mm. So I'm not going to pretend like I know what you're talking about. Just taking super fast computers. But if you know what he's talking about, and <laughs> comment below in it, like, because I don't know what you're talking about. It's just helping financial people make smarter decisions, but mm -hmm. faster. That was mm. like, the premise. And they have a lot of data. I feel like they're one of the largest financial data holding companies in the world kind of vibe, mm. right? So I was just really nerdy and like oh my god like this would be a real good synergy mm. um so they were quite helpful with my thesis which i was very grateful for um so i went there in the summer but then i realized i went there i'd finished my thesis like yeah <laughs> i'd so graduated from job uni, done kind job of done yeah and i went there in the summer and it was good to like continue exploring my thesis but i feel like my interests evolved mm. um and being super transparent i had a grad job lined up already um and i was like i would actually not take a break from my whole thesis because I, I finished uni like 28th of June or something, started work 4th of July. Mm. Like there was no break in between. Mm. Um, and I was on a quant team, I was along, and I was like, I'm actually going to start my grad job tired. Mm. Um, and I also had other startups started on the side. I was like, does this non-stop life is actually not, it's not, it doesn't make sense. Mm. And I actually like evaluate, is this a good use of my time? Um, and I thought going into my grad role would have been, I would just be better entering that well-rested. Mm. And there were a few, few things about like the culture that I didn't really vibe with. So I just kind of say like, yeah, no, I'm out. And do you know what? I also didn't want to spend, I, I wasn't feeling the culture like that anyway. And then my birthday was coming up and I was like, I don't want to spend my birthday in a place where I'm not really feeling the, the vibe. The vibe, right? And I was like, do you know what? It was like three from my birthday. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm out. Uh, so because your birthday was coming up yeah, and you didn't want to spend it in the office, yeah. you thought, you know what? No, I'm out of this. Yeah. It was a 10 week internship actually. And I think I'll, if I finish on a Friday, I'll have started my grad role on a Monday. Mm. So I would, just a weekend, which is not the worst thing in the world. I was like, do you know, I think I deserve a break beforehand. Yeah. So I took it. Yeah. I find it interesting that like rest is one of the biggest reasons why people usually say no Pam out because you mm. just find that like you're burnt out, you're worn out. And that kind of sounds like what you're describing when you say your birthday was coming up. Because on the surface level, it's like, did he just quit his job because he <laughs> wanted birthday. to blow candles? No. You get what I mean? Like, but it's probably a lot more mm. than that, like, as in... 100% more. Um, I think the birthday thing was, like, surface level, but mm. at the same time as working, as interning that summer, I was also working on a startup idea with some friends. Mm. And I started to... The, the amount of... I would do, like, three hours worth of work, and it just felt more meaningful at the startup than, like, the nine and a half, ten hours worth of work I was doing. What does meaning mean for you, as in you enjoyed it a lot more? Yes, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot more, and I also felt... Like, it was actually trying to change something. Mm. Um, I felt like the work I was doing at Bloomberg was great. I was learning a lot, coding-wise. I think I grew as an engineer in, mm. in, that, in that period. Um, but I was just more excited and I enjoyed what I was doing outside a bit more. Mm. So I had to ask myself, like, where do I want to spend my time? Mm. Um, so as I was taking a break uh, to celebrate my birthday, I was actually also taking a break to put more time into what I cared about. On your which, birthday? During that period, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. During that period, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I, I just, I find that really, really interesting. I think, um, obviously, quit, like, finishing uni already mm. puts you in a certain headspace anyway, 
because you've come to the end of like one journey basically yeah. and i can imagine like that would shape the way you think about like journeys moving forward mm. ultimately you're already super tired like university is draining just long yeah like yeah. regardless of what you study regardless of where you study it's one of the longest kind of like academic periods like in terms of intensity mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like that you've probably ever been in right and so kind of coming out of that to go straight into an internship that sounds really tough and something i definitely um i definitely know like quite a lot about it because i think I think I graduated on the 22nd of July, 2019. And that was the day that my grad job started, basically. So I remember thinking, okay, if I go to Nottingham at a certain time, I can make it back on time, mm. basically. Like to Canary Wharf. <laughs> Needless to say, you I didn't- You back. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't go back that day. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But to be fair to them, to the bank I was working at, they let you take the, your graduation day off if it kind of coincided with like, you know, the start of the program yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I literally just realized that like, oh no, this is it. Like, yeah, this yeah. is it. This is real life. Yeah, this is it. Like, and it's unlike your internship, this was like my graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? So quite literally, you throw the hat up. By the time it comes down, I'm on my way back yep. to Canary Wharf. Back to the desk. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So that was, that was crazy. Like, I had work the next day. Do you get what mm, I mean? Mm, like, and mm. so I think even that dynamic makes you think differently about what you're doing and eventually i'd end up quitting that anyway um not least because i was tired even from just like describing that transition now of course i was going to be very very tired and i think mm-hmm. you and i have had like very unique like university experiences in a sense of that we didn't just go to university study and then like kind of graduate like mm-hmm. we did several internships we had internships we had different we had different kind of experiences mm-hmm, mm-hmm, whether it's like occupational or like like sports or anything like yeah. that like we took part in a lot and so when you do cross that stage, obviously it is, it's an exciting time, but there's just a lot of like, <laughs> thank God that is done. Like, as in like, as in like, thank God. I remember crossing the stage just being like, first of all, it took bare long to say my name because yeah. my name is not what God, I That told. is actually very boring. Hold on, wait. Have I said my name for this episode? I didn't say my name. You did not. You guys are talking to a stranger. Sorry. My name is Debs, right? And just again, <laughs> just again, go again. Ayo, mm-hmm. yeah? Debs and Ayo. Sorry, I didn't even introduce myself, but I'm the host, shy anyway. So for me, I've crossed this stage now. They took long to, to, to say my name because my name is long. Mm. My name is long. My English name is my last name. Like mm-hmm. the rest of my names are Nigerian. So mm-hmm. bless the poor soul that had to read all of these things out. Like, but they, they did well. Like, did I remember. You get an email asking you to teach us. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. That was really good. Because you still butcher it sometimes for some people. Yeah, I know, but it's, it is quite. My, one thing I can say about my names, they are difficult. Like, as in, like, syllable wise, uh, there are loads of syllables in there. Loads of syllables and letters in there. Mm. Like, so I felt for them, you know what I mean? But. Obviously you cross the stage and then you're like, okay, like, that's it. this is it. Do you get what I mean? And then for me, I had to go back, like I was going, you know, back to Canary Wharf to work and everything. And um, you get exhausted and like that exhaustion, weirdly enough, at least for me, was an opportunity to just kind of think like, do, well, how am I feeling about this whole thing right now? Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and I don't think it's the case where, at least maybe, um, maybe it's something I can ask you in terms of, do you think if you took a break before you did Bloomberg, you wouldn't have quit Bloomberg, for example. Just kind of like coming straight out of university, if you had that break right afterwards, would that have affected like your decision-making process? It's a good question. Um, and I'm not sure because truthfully, if I took that break, 
I think I'll just continue working on the starter idea with my friends. Mm. And then I would not even want to now go start a Bloomberg at all. Because mm. mm. um, I'd be like, ah, like, we already have a flow here, there's a velocity going. Um, and I think what was also stressful in that moment is like, my other two co-founders were kind of also working full-time on this. Mm. And I was the only one not. Um, at that point in time, I was the most technical person on the team. What's that like? Because that's interesting. Because I've been on the other side where like, I'm working like full time on a yeah. startup, and like my co-founder mm-hmm. is either in and out of like education mm-hmm. or like they're they they're in like full time work basically. And I know exactly what that was like for but me. To be so. fair, they were very understanding, mm. um, especially because initially we thought there might be some synergies, some learnings mm. about like data at a larger scale and lots of different things. I thought like there might be from Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, like we're, try- we're trying to do some financial data stuff in the crypto mm. space at that time, um, so we thought there might be some learnings here. Um, so. Everyone thought this was a fair and a good idea, mm. um, and then realized actually no, it's not. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, and then at the point where we all agree it's not a good idea, we said let's just come focus on this full time basically. Yeah, that's. In, I think it's interesting because I think one of the other re- one of the other reasons why I'd imagine a lot of people pursue a career like that or an experience like that, knowing that they've got something else on the side that they're interested in, is purely financial. A lot of the time, it's it's like for you to even be able to comfortably work on this other mm-hmm. thing, you must have had like yeah. some sort of saving somewhere because, and usually most people anyway, don't come out of university like- With savings, yeah. Up, right? Yeah. <laughs> as in like- Down. negative. As in, like, you've lost quite a bit of money, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I think all of these factors kind of play uh, into it. But I think what's interesting, what you're saying is that the startup, which I'm definitely gonna give you time to like, definitely kind of speak about, because I just think it's like super, super interesting, especially where, it, where it's at right now you did take things from Bloomberg, like uh, even if it's like marketing wise, for example, or if it's just like the narrative, for mm-hmm, example, mm-hmm. that like helped you on your startup journey. So mm-hmm. it'd be cool for you to kind of like share that as well. Do you know what's so funny is I, I was very intentional by trying to learn about crypto, trying to learn about data at scale whilst at Bloomberg. Mm. Um, and it was very obvious that there was no crypto appetite. In fact, like mm, yeah. it was almost like I was, they, I remember on the chair, uh, or co-chairs of Bloomberg laughing at me when I asked a question in the internship cohort yeah. about like his views on crypto. Yeah. And I go, I think one more the words he said. But I was he mocked me. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I'll show you. Like that one, that one it hit me differently. Because mm. everyone's funny, all the other interns laughed. And I was like, Yeah. Like this is are you laughing because it's funny? Or are you laughing because you also believe crypto is just like not this real thing? Yeah. Um I was funny and I was like, Bloomberg is actually trying to ramp up the crypto game. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, so percent. That's always how the it's story like, who's, ends. who's laughing now? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I was very intentional about trying to learn. I think the, the most interesting maybe now is like people call crypto central like the Bloomberg for crypto. Yeah. Um, and then there's like little silence. Me and my co-founders have is like, what better? Yeah. You know, it's like what better? <laughs> you know, it's like we 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 had this vision way before Bloomberg even woke up to think crypto was a thing. Mm. Um, I think if there's anything I, I took away from this, actually maybe how not to be as a, as a company like when you get big. Yeah. There was this like a no like we're not going to look at this. Mm. Our way works. Mm. You know, mm. um, which I think like if you want to be truly innovative, you can't. You can never think that way. Yeah. Uh, just because something is not. Um, part of your core way of doing things doesn't mean you should never explore it. Mm. Um, and it's, I mean, two, three years later, they are actually not taking it quite yeah. seriously. Yeah. And I just find it ironic because um, whatever a company at that scale started with probably was quite unorthodox yeah. at the time. And then somewhere was. along the way, they kind of lose that kind of like novelty or just that kind yeah. of innovation. And I just think it's probably like economies of scale of like, as in. But it wasn't even like a public company though. Like it was quite privately owned. Mm. So 
would have expected that the innovation culture continued. It's quite difficult though when you have so many competing like incentives. Interest, like, yeah. Yeah, when you get when you get that big, it's very difficult to like yeah. as in unless there's like I know for example at like, Google there was like a moonshot type of like yeah. team and everything. Unless it's like a dedicated team, which maybe it exists and everything, but I just feel like the larger you get, the more kind of bureaucratic like yeah, the whole thing harder. is. 100%. And then there's like there's just more people up the chain that you have to kind of like influence you know, and manage exactly, and convince. Exactly and yeah. dance for and everything. And so um but all in, I'm actually great for the experience though. Hundred mm, great for the experience. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's important to say. Because yeah. I think when people quit things on the outside, it just looks like, yeah, this person was just like so disappointed with their no, time and they no. didn't enjoy it uh, at all and like and I think it's probably a good opportunity to say as well because I think I talk I've spoken about like quitting banking um, on previous episodes and everything and whilst it definitely wasn't for me um, there were some things that I did engage in that mm. I thought like oh like that's that's crazy so for I can, I can, just, I can definitely say it now because the deal was falling through and it's public knowledge but um lv and tiffany and co mm. and like them coming together those companies coming together that was that was crazy as in like kind of knowing that before everybody else for example and fair enough you're not first of all you don't get any earrings or jewelry or, you know, <laughs> I mean, that was mad disappointing because i think apparently back in the day like if you did a deal like they actually used to give, give you, you yeah oh. yeah gifts and everything do you get what i'm trying to say but now we're just doing it you know for money and whatnot fair enough but um just even like looking at things like that, knowing things like that beforehand. For example, mm. I remember speaking to a friend who is uh, still still in the finance profession, mm. and he knew about the Super League before everybody else, basically, because I think it was JP Morgan that provided the financing mm. for that, right? And so it's things like that, like that's still interesting. Fair enough, not every day is like a yeah. LV Tiffany and Co day, yeah. but like these things happen in the real world. That, that you kind of like contribute to. So I don't want to make it look like, oh yeah, it was all doom and gloom. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And it definitely was doom and gloom. But like, no, <laughs> it definitely was. It just, it wasn't for me, like at all. Um, I have other interests. But that's not to say that there aren't things about parts, it yeah. that other people may really like. Or Sometimes that, it's not even the way the people too, you know. Mm. Like I actually had a very, like my, the co-intern that I was with, mm. she was genuinely, I learned so much from her. Mm. Um, mm. And I, most times in other internships I've done, I've learned from like, more senior colleagues and yeah. not peers. Yeah. And this was the first time I was like, oh my goodness, like this, my head is hard. Like yeah. I learned a lot from her. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. I think the team is like really, really important as well. Um, it's not enough to stay if you're not interested, which mm. is obviously what we've both seen, but I think it helps. It helps 100%, basically. 100%. Um, so, okay, you do Bloomberg, um, mm-hmm. you quit. How long? How long into the internship? I think I had like two weeks left. Oh, okay. How <laughs> yeah. long was the internship? 10 weeks. 10 weeks. So I've okay. done, I finished eight weeks. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I had in me to be fair at that yeah. point. Well, you had a uh, lot in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was nearly that finished. Was, that was all I had in me. Yeah. Because um, exam season was tough. Just finished exam season, rolled straight into, into work. Like, similar to you, actually, my, I took a day off for my graduation. Mm. Um, yeah, I took, I took the graduation day off. Or was it, did I even go half day? I think my graduation was an afternoon. I went to work in the morning. Because you then, went to a London university, Yeah, right? yeah, mm. yeah. So, <laughs> left work. Got on the train, went to thing, yeah. put my gown on and went back. Yeah. I think that's, that's actually what I did on that day. Um, and yeah, I did eight weeks, left. How did you leave though? Um, that, that was my first serious experience quitting. So I'd got, I went on Google yeah. and I researched oh, how to wait, write. Wait, was this on their internet? Like... No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what 
no, no, no. Just at the desk. Not, not yeah. that silly. Um, yeah. No, I think I did it at home or on the train somewhere. Yeah. And I found this. Someone's like, you have to do it very unemotionally. Mm. Um, so what is this, like Quora? <laughs> Imagine WikiHow, Wiki, yeah. somewhere. I don't mm. remember where it was. Mm. Wherever it is, like, shout out to them. Because I feel like... WikiHow, seven I would, steps to I would, Right? I, think I would have given such a story, like, oh my God, I'm yeah. just tired. I would, yeah. I was like, yeah. Truthfully, I, did, I, I didn't feel yeah. like I need to give a story. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore, and that's yeah. enough. Yeah. According to my contract, I have to give you X number of days of notice, yeah. and that's exactly what I'm doing here. Yeah. I'll hand over my responsibility. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like, that, te- I, that template, I have to share it with my friends. Mm. <laughs> share my you friends. shared it with me. It's a template that I use <laughs> to my job. It's a very efficient template. If you need the template, comment below. <laughs> We can share that with you. It's a yeah. very efficient template. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's very brief. Yeah, it's, it's also like very unemotional. So no one can like manipulate you emotionally. Mm. You can't say, oh, um, I'm tired. Be like, okay, let's give you a break. Mm. Like, mm. If, you're, if you've made your mind up, you don't want to be like re-influenced, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, just, I wrote that, shared it with my mum, reviewed it with me, prayed, prayed over it with me. And then um, I think I, oh, did I want to like submit it? Because I, I counted the days. Mm. Like, I planned it around my birthday, right? So I counted the days. I was like, hmm. If I submit it on this, on, I don't know if it was a Tuesday. I don't know what day it was. But when I was going to submit it, mm. like, the HR person wasn't in the office. Mm. So she didn't want to accept it until she was in the office. I was like, I kind of need to, like, acknowledge it from today, you know? Yeah. Like, I've got, yeah. <laughs> I've got birthday plans. I want to sleep. Yeah. I want to rest. Um, so then they came the next day. And then they actually didn't, they said I drafted, like, work through my... Um, the notice period. Notice period. Yeah. I could just like go, go out like, thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I. No that is friends. really that is really interesting because you shared that template with me when I was leaving um, my banking job. Actually, mm. I think I just edited edited it a bit. Change, um, change the name. Change the address. Yeah, but mine <laughs> mine was definitely far more dramatic than that. Mm. I think. I think. I think I was crying. I think I was, 100%. And I think the reason why is because, again, there is a slight difference between the internship yeah, and a yeah. full-time job, basically. Yeah. Especially a job um, that you're seeing as, like, something that's going to help your life, family yeah. and everything like that. And it's like, you're, you know, you're earning way more than anybody else and all this kind of cool stuff. And it's like, if you just kind of stick to it and you work at it, like, you can do it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? All yeah. this kind of stuff. And then I think... Yeah, I think I go to my manager's office, like, and they're definitely, my eyes are definitely red. I've got those eyes, <laughs> 100%. I leave him the letter, yeah, and I think he was, on a, he was on a call, basically, yeah. And then he just puts the phone down. I remember he just puts the phone down, and then he's like... Was it an envelope or just print it out? No, it was an envelope. Okay. It was, yeah, it was an envelope, basically. Um, and then they took me to... It was either dinner or, or lunch or something like that, basically. Fine dining. Yeah, and it was... and. It, and I think one thing I'm really proud to say is that, like, I can never say it's like, oh, yeah, because it was because my boss was this or that. Like, mm-hmm. till today, I still speak to him. Like, mm-hmm. as in, like, that I had, a, a, like, amazing leaders. Like, just as leaders, one thing he said to me, um, one thing he said to me was that um, it was very, it was very comforting. He said something that was very comforting, um, just kind of approving of the decision. Like, he basically said that he knows, like, genuinely, that like whatever it is that I go and, and do, that like he knows that I'll do well like mm. with it. And like if it's a company, I should let him know that type of thing. And it's like he's not I could tell he wasn't just like saying, saying it. it. Yeah. And he was like visibly disappointed, like in in like the fact that I was kind of just, you know, walking away. And I think the other thing is that, especially with banking, is that you kind of 
have known your bosses for a while, even before you join. Mm. So that was the boss I had on my internship in 2018. Mm. I've seen him again in 2019. I think I met him in 2017 when I did the initial program mm -hmm. as well. And so and this is somebody I have known. Deep built, relationships, yeah, yeah. exactly. And so it's, def it's, def and it's somebody that respects you and you respect them and everything. So I think the weight of all of that was super, super emotional. Um, but I did that and I think I went home that day. And I, yeah, I went home that day. And I think I just... I think the whole way home, I just cried the whole way home. I feel like a week, I just mourned that version of myself, basically. Wow. Then after that, it was lit. But like, before, at that point, <laughs> it was nuts. What, 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 what was the tear? Why are you mourning that? Thing? Oh, no, I was crying. Number because the thing is, like, I think as if you're like a first generation immigrant mm. or anything of the sort, like you are, that job is not for you. Do you get what yeah. I'm trying to say? Like, as in like, it's for several, yeah. do you get what I'm trying to say? Several things. And then aside like the whole financial aspect, right? Like this is a career that like you have pursued for a long, banking is not something you just wake up one day and do. Like my spring week was years ago. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> the, do you get what I mean? The competition yeah. was this and do you get what I mean? There's inter there's all these other things. So it's like, you've prepared this persona like in your mind for a while. So it's like, there's a part of you that like almost kind of dies basically. So it's, it's kind of like, yeah, mourning like that part like of you basically. Mm -hmm. So that was just super, super sad. And I think it's just like disappointment, like as in like, feeling like you're disappointing people. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like people that look like you that are coming afterwards or as in people that have come before, like just feeling like you've disappointed people, like you've let people down. And I think that was the first, that wasn't the first, that wasn't the first time that I felt that way to be fair, but it was, it was happening again, basically. Mm. The first time I felt that way was uh, when I got into university and I didn't want, I didn't go to the university I initially wanted to go to. So I think it's, yeah, those two moments like were just like, yeah, I don't like disappointing yeah. people in that sense. But on the other side of that journey is like, you kind of um, realise that like, okay, are, are you happy with this decision? As in, okay, people want this for you and people want that for you, but as in, what do you want yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, like you're not doing my, my like my DCFs, like, as in like, you're not there with me, you know, 4am when I'm leaving the office in the cab. As in like, as in I have to bear the consequences of like, my life basically mm. and so like all this disappointment does not compare exactly. to like the life that I will have to live exactly. do you get what I mean mm. I didn't want to be resentful because mm. I see that in like some people as well in terms of like if you've lived somebody else's the life dream, yeah. then you, you become a very bitter person because it's like you just feel like you have just role played your mm -hmm. whole life for someone else basically mm. and so I didn't want to be that kind of person basically and so um, that was tough. So yeah, mine was definitely way more like EastEnderish yeah. than yours. I like also, when you you were quitting, quitting. Yeah, I was quitting for two and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah. Before starting my graduate, yeah, like, So yeah. I feel like that that one there was a bit. Because yeah. was a bit different. Um, also, I feel like my my parents, friends, family, everyone was super supportive, so understanding. Mm. Um, I was like, I think. Even before starting at Bloomberg, I knew I wasn't gonna like take the return off it anyway. Mm. Uh, so again, this, that, all that context was was there. Yeah, so it was again way less dramatic than yours. But then you go to the grad job, mm -hmm. and if you mind, if you don't mind saying like where that was, what industry that was. Yeah, in. so it was in, it was big tech, mm. uh, one of the biggest tech companies in the world. Like I was super again, like it was nuts because I was so grateful for that opportunity. And we both worked at that. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, you before me. Yeah, 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 we did. And like it was an amazing experience. Mm. And like you know how like, when you quit something, you can't. You look back, I actually have nothing bad to say about the company. Yeah. Like, I still tell my friends, go go apply. Like Just for the viewers, like, that may not know what big tech means, we can say the group of companies that Fang. come under. Yeah, Fang. Fang. Exactly. So, Facebook, Amazon, 
Netflix. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be called Mang now, right? Because Facebook's Meta. Meta, Facebook, whatever you want to, yeah. you know, call it. Uh, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Google yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Was there not another A? Apple. Yeah, it's Apple, it, Amazon. Apple, Amazon, yeah. So it's like Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, yeah. and Google. So it's Microsoft, of, I don't know how Microsoft didn't make it to that list. Yeah, no, Microsoft definitely needs it. But it's just because it doesn't like... Right. The, yeah, it doesn't Fan work. Mang, yeah, mang, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I it mean, is. I mean, I met M... No, ignore it. Mang. Yeah. Double M. Exactly. Exactly. So it's one of these companies, basically. So... Okay, so you end up working at one of these companies, very prestigious, yeah, yeah especially and, as an engineer. Yeah, uh, I was on the cloud team, so it was, was dope. Um, and I was learning a lot. Mm. Like, to a point where actually I, at some points in that journey, was like, I really want to double down and focus and learn. And maybe I should invest my time focusing on my day job mm. and come back and do the startup thing later. So you were still at this point, whilst you were at this big tech company, yeah, still, still kind of dabbling yeah, on yeah. the startups. Yeah. Uh, but this, this, like, is weird, right? In tech, when they say it's nine to five, it's actually nine to five. Like, mm. you, you can actually turn off your laptop at five and nobody will fight you, mm. <laughs> you know? Um, so I had way more time in the evenings to like meet up with my co-founders and, and work and you know collaborate on things. Um, so in that point, I didn't feel like I was sacrificing much. Yeah. Uh, my sleep was always been rubbish since uni anyway. Mm. So like getting the same amount of sleep, not working, but doing two meaningful things that I really enjoyed yeah. was, didn't feel like, didn't feel, it, I don't know, it felt more doable than when I was at Bloomberg. Uh, is that because it directly linked to what you were doing in that startup? In terms of, like, you were an engineer at this big tech company. You were an engineer in this... Were you coding in, like, the same language? Or, like, were there skills? No. Um, I think it was just... I'd mentally checked out mm. of Bloomberg. Very, I'd mentally checked out very early. Mm. Um, I was a big tech company I was working at at the time. And the work I was doing, they were just both genuinely enjoyable to me. Yeah. I think so there's, a, there's an enjoyment factor. Um, that's why I sound so people like, you have, I feel like you, have to, you should enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Especially if you're trying, you want to do it long term. 100%. Um, so I was enjoying what I was doing mm. in the big tech. I was enjoying what I was doing in the startup. And like, it was good. So the point where I was like, ah, should I, should I pause the startup thing and double down? Because I know there were certain things that I could have done outside of work to like accelerate my learning and, and development. Um, but even at the pace I was learning, that like, people were still impressed at work, and I was just like, mm. I know. Like, That's dangerous, though, isn't it? I, I know. When you're doing like the bare minimum, and people are impressed. Well, to to be fair, it wasn't the bare minimum. Not bare minimum, but you, you're not putting your all mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, they don't know, you know, how good you actually are, yeah. and so and they're singing your praises. But yeah. also, you actually have no physical evidence for how good you. Yeah, it's all in yeah, your head about how yeah. good you are. Do you get I mean, what I mean? There was, a, there was some like cloud cloud engineering courses that I took, mm. um, like the first like three-ish months I was there. I got like 98% on like three exams. Mm. And they were like, oh my goodness, first try? I was like, yeah, first try. Yeah. Um, and that was like cool. And like, also I feel like really early when I came in, I like set like a really high benchmark of performance myself. Mm. Um, so that kind of, in, in days where like I'd pulled an all-nighter on the startup stuff, yeah. like the good days I had just carried me through, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and I know that's not who I wanted to be. I didn't want to be a coaster. Yeah. Uh, which is why I was thinking, mm. I, I, was, I had a dilemma actually of, so it wasn't really no per out, but I was maybe when you start putting the N on the board. Yeah, the yeah, a couple letters were going um, up on the board. But like, I, I genuinely enjoyed both things. Yeah. Um, so that, that was quite tough. But then, I'd say 13 months in, um, I was like, okay, I think it's time. I, like, I'm super transparent. I had a savings goal in my head mm. for when I was going to leave corporate anyway. So like, mm. before I even started Bloomberg, after graduating, I had an 18-month deadline, mm. which is December 2020... Is that right? Yeah, December 2020. Yeah. Um, all corporate done. Startup okay. full time. Okay. I'd mapped out the... Is that uh, because of any kind of like 
issues with authority or because the reason why I ask is because I feel like everybody always thinks that people that quit stuff like they they can't listen to people no. they don't listen to people and you know what I mean it's like, actually so sad when you have great leaders mm. like um, when I worked in in banking as an engineer I had a, a excellent in fact two excellent um, people teaching me so we need to talk about this because I'm sure for the people listening this timeline is sounding strange it's sounding nuts yeah so Bloomberg happens just after university graduated yeah My when does this big tech Oh, it happens like two weeks after I leave Bloomberg. Okay, cool. And yeah. then now you're talking about being Banking. an engineer in a bank. That was before, that was my second year summer. Okay, okay, we'll come back so to that. So I was talking about leadership in general. Yeah. But I had two great leaders there. Mm. Um, and that, like, leaving, that was, that was difficult because like, I actually liked them. Mm. Then even in big tech, I had excellent bosses and excellent peers. Mm. Like everybody on my team was actually cool. Yeah. Um, they were not my age, like a couple years older than me or whatever, but like I, I could sit down with them and talk about anything for hours. Mm. So leaving that was actually quite tough. Um, but 13 months in, I, I made a decision to, again, <laughs> nope, I'm out. Yeah. Um, but that was because I was approaching my savings goal of when I was like, okay, this is the time to start building things for myself and like products I want to see in the world. Mm. I felt like I'd learned enough at that point. I felt like the business clarity from like a, a business qualification perspective was was there the market opportunity was there the timing was like now i was like it would be daft to not make a move now mm. now being super transparent at that point i didn't 100 hit my savings goal and i decided to go take another job um collect. whilst you were at this company no I, i'd left so I, i'd resigned from okay. big tech okay started another role okay um which so I, how was that resignation then because this is now ah do you know what I struggled to use the same template mm. because this, I was actually emotionally invested in my yeah. role and in yeah. the people I was with. Mm. Um, so I think this one was a more conversational approach. Mm. And then I, 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 I mean, I still use the same template, but I struggled with it. I almost did identify mm. with the resignation letter because I'm like, I want to tell you more. I yeah. want to, yeah. but then when I told people like, hey, like I want to go, you know, go back into engineering and building things. Yeah. Everybody was so supportive. Mm. In fact, like, they were like, oh my goodness, like, do you want us to like refer you internally? Mm. I was like, nah, actually, I want to build my own products in ways I want to see fair and stuff. And everybody was so supportive. Yeah. Like, again, like, kind of like you two today, I still talk to my team. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're all super cool, all super supportive. Um, if I have things I want them to review for me code wise, like, sometimes people will do it for me. Mm. You know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, super supportive team. Super, super supportive that's, team. That's amazing, honestly, because I think, like, again, the narrative is that, like, you quit something like that and then it's like just chaos, basically, nah. as in, like, people are sending you all sorts of strange nah. messages and, you know, all those kind of weird things and it can end amicably like yeah. you know what I mean and I think like that's really important to say there's something you said earlier that I definitely definitely want to talk about so mm. you were saying you feel like people have to enjoy what they're doing basically for longevity yes yeah so you enjoyed what you were doing mm -hmm. and you still quit. quit yes yes okay cool so I think it's important to just kind of like yeah just kind of sit on this for a minute because mm. like just because you enjoy something now does not now mean when you're presented with new information, you know, that you should kind of like continue doing that. And I think the reason why I want to talk about like enjoyment and everything, like in terms of just like occupational settings and everything is because one thing I think that's coming through that's definitely true of me is that like I found, I, I found out like quite early on in life that if I don't enjoy something, I physically cannot do it yeah. as in there's nothing there's no you can't incentivize me you can't, yeah. you can't, yeah. incentivize yeah. Me. You can't pay. there's no amount of money you'll pay me 100. there's nothing you'll say free healthcare free this free that that as in there's nothing to get there, and honestly like it's, it, the reason why it's kind of like I, I want to speak about it is because 
being that type of person, because not everybody's like that, first mm-hmm. of all. Like, not everybody's like that. Some people have a number. There's something you can... That's not to say, if anybody's thinking, <laughs> maybe around that billion mark, <laughs> there's things I can do. But you know what? But even like, then, you know, it's only for... After a while, but this is what I'm it saying. wears but off. But this is what I'm saying. So for me, it's like, jokes aside, genuinely, for me, I just kind of realised... It was really hard for me to kind of recognise that that's the kind of person that I am. Mm. Because part of me was like, why can't I just be like... Why can't you be like these people? Like, mm. they obviously don't like what they're doing, mm-hmm. but they just kind of stomach through it. Are they more disciplined than me? Am mm. I, you know, like, am I reckless? Do you get what mm. I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, as in, like, what is wrong with you? Like, do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? And so I think that was really difficult to kind of go off of. And then what's also difficult as well is that, like, and obviously we're going to speak about the startup that you're in right now, and it's um, crypto, uh, it's a crypto startup. Mm-hmm. So right now, crypto is going crazy and everything. And the reason why I think it relates to what we're saying now is because if you're that kind of person that has to do things that they're passionate about, mm-hmm. the FOMO that you will feel is kind of insane if mm-hmm. you don't manage it. Because a lot of things can be like passing you by in terms of like, okay, crazy things are happening in crypto or something crazy is happening in real estate mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. some crazy thing that people are doing or whatnot. Um, but if you at that time are not interested in it, then there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do True. about it. And there's a part of you, at least for me, that sometimes feels like, what's wrong with you? As in, why can't you see? Can't you fake the interest? Yeah, like, you, can't yeah. you see that there's an opportunity mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm, like, can't mm-hmm. you forget that you're not interested in it and just press on and just move forward? And I think that's actually, at least for me, been very difficult to deal with. Um, not now, but like, I'd say like six, seven mm. months ago, basically. So it's like, I think, yeah, like, because you kind of feel like you should be doing what, like, rationally makes more sense, but mm. you yourself cannot just bring yourself to... Do you know, so there's a, there's a concept that some VCs talk about when they're trying to invest in founders or mm. invest in teams. They'll be like, found a product fit or like, found a market fit. Mm. So if the founder has just optimised that, oh, this, if you're like a health, your doctor, health consultant, yeah. and you're like, oh, fintech is getting funded. Yeah. So you said, they want to start a fintech company. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know nothing about fintech. Everyone's doing you, it with crypto you, now. You don't yeah. care about finance. Yeah. Like, it's, there's going to be, clearly like, you're not the best person for this. Yeah. But if like, you know, your whole life, like you started trading when you were 11, and now you're like, you're building, I don't know, like the South African version of, of free trade, because like, you, you care so much about like, trading mm. technology. Like, there's a fit there. So like, I just think if you do what you enjoy, no matter how, opportunistic it sounds. You can actually create opportunity in your own space. 100%. Um, you don't 100%. have to chase what is seemingly hot or seemingly popular. Because if you yeah. do so, like, you end up also hating it. Like, 100%. you just end up like, ah, I'm here now. Yes, the salary might be good. Yes, you might have raised or yes, whatever is going on. But like, internally, you're not happy. You wake up resenting what you have to do. Mm. Um, when it becomes time to like, go the extra mile, like, your, even your brain doesn't even think creatively. Mm. Um, and you're not spontaneous. You're, it doesn't come to you as naturally. You almost, it feels forced and it's more draining. Mm. Um, I don't know, again, if you don't, it's just it's not it's not sustainable. But I think a lot of people, there's even though you have that, there's still pressure of what other people think. There's mm. pressure of like, what if I'm wrong? Um, mm. So sometimes people want to take the safer option, um, which mm. means they end up being in a situation that is not the most ideal, is not the most optimal. Yeah. Um, but they don't see a way out because they, they almost feel like they have to optimize for something else. Yeah. Um, and there's many factors why people might even feel that way. Finances might be another reason. Yeah. It's like, look. We definitely I, shouldn't downplay that as well. Like, that's a that's a massive part. Crazy part. Mm. I, truthfully, I don't think I would have quit in December 2020 if I didn't hit my savings goal. Mm. Um, because for me, I wanted this space to be able to 
take more, I, I need to start more off, risk. Yeah, exactly. And multiple times. Mm. So I hit the point where I was like, if I don't work for the next three years, I'm good. Mm. I will leave my mum's house wow. humbly, humbly. Wow. But I'll leave my mother's house. <laughs> like no no bells and whistles. Yeah. Money to put my phone, be put my Netflix, put my Spotify, and just work in my room until something hits. Yeah. Right? Um I didn't want a situation where like six months in I'm 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 making suboptimal decisions because I'm running out of cash. 100%. Um so I think, yeah, finance definitely, play, definitely plays an option. Yeah, definitely. I think like, I've definitely been in that scenario as well where it's like you quit something and then if you haven't saved, you start making decisions out of desperation mm. and it's like, it can still work, but then the level of like just anxiety and stress that it takes to get there, it, it didn't need to be mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like that basically. And so I think that's like, um, yeah, I think that's super, super important. Yeah. Okay, so you resign from that mm-hmm. basically. You then get this other job. Temporarily, four months only. Uh, four months only. Yeah. And then resign from that. Yes. And that was being an engineer like at a bank, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and then you resign from yeah. that yeah. to go full time on the startup, yeah. which is where you are yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to just kind of speak yeah. about that startup, where it is now? So, uh, 1st of January 2021, mm. my first day going full time startup. Like, I had mm. no corporate employer. Um, I guess we became our own employers. Mm. And at that point in time, there was actually no cash in bank. Mm. <laughs> um, so, it was vibes and, and prayers at that, at that point. But do you know what? I, I loved every moment of it. Um, we spent time, we spoke to, like, so much time to talk to, I had time to talk to customers in, in the actual working day, mm. um, which, you know, sometimes you have to like, appeal to people like, oh, can I do this? Or you have to talk to US customers so that yeah. it's when I've finished work. That you can talk to them. That you can them. talk to them. Yeah. But then you have people in, in Europe and like, out of respect or like time on your work That's calendar, strange. you kind of also want to respect your employer, not like steal their time to go talk to your, your personal thing. Yeah. Um, so that was like really, really useful for us. And then, um, I think like March, we got into an accelerator program in the US called the Battery Angels. Mm. Um, they ended up investing in, in, in us, which was like just super fantastic. Then later on, we was so crazy because like we'd sent our deck round and um, 500 startups came. And 500 startups. startups. What, oh, now we founded global. So 500 startups is one of like one of the biggest tech, tech accelerators mm. in the world, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, and someone who we pitched to sent someone for 500 our deck. And then they were like, let's speak. So I'm there, myself and my co-founder were there trying to like pitch to, to him. Mm. He's like, no, 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 let me tell you why we can help you. Yeah. And like, obviously me and my co-founder, we have a chat. So I'm like thinking, is this, is this, is this, is this, is this a joke? Like, are we being pranked? <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, it was a 30 minute, or maybe 45 minute conversation. He spent 30 minutes pitching why um, 500 was a good fit for us. Mm. And it goes like, then he didn't end up trying to train us. It's like, look, everyone's going to try and pitch to you why they're the best. This is what you should look out for. You almost feel like a scorecard. Mm. Um, almost so selflessly. And I was like, this is the person I want to work with. Yeah. Um, so we ended up taking the money from him, raised about $305,000 at that point. Mm. Um, and finally, we stopped paying ourselves. So I didn't have to dip into my savings for too long. Um, and yeah, it's been like incredible ever since. So it was a team of two back then. So just myself and my co-founder. And now we're a team of six. Uh, we have a front-end engineer who's built like a crypto exchange before, a uh, senior quant uh, engineer who's like a PhD in mathematics and computers, like literal mm. like brain box, uh, two designers and... One like, called Deborah, right? What? Yeah, what is also called Deborah. I Debora. reckon she's killing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? She actually is. 100. Her shipping velocity is mad. I don't know, there's something, there's something about Deborah's. So yeah, that's been, that's been genuinely incredible from mm. a journey perspective. Um, I think we've, we've reached a point now where like we're launching soon mm. and like products come to market and like it's, it's very real, you Amazing. know, um, gearing up for our seed round as well. So like our pre-seed round, of course, we're calling it now. Um, yeah, that's, that's just been a truly amazing journey so far. 
That's crazy. And I think there's definitely like, um, we definitely have to have like another episode where we talk about what it's even like to raise like venture capital because we've both done that. Banter. And there's like a lot of interesting experiences like even in, involved in that. Mm. What it's like to pay yourself a salary. Um, what it's like to be like founding members like of like a startup. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like, I think that deserves its own Season. time <laughs> basically. But um, definitely before we go, like where can they find like you? Where can they find like the startup and everything? Yeah, so startup wise, it's at Crip Centra on everything. So that's, C R Y. It'll be in the link. Below. It'll be in the link, yes. <laughs> Crip Central. Because you know what's funny? I think people put an L at the end. Crip Central. Central. Yes. Yeah, they, they oh, it's Central. Central. Yes. Oh. Whereas there's no L at the end. It's Crip yeah. Central. Um, mm. So on, on Twitter, on Instagram, we don't really use Instagram like that, but like on LinkedIn. Mm. Uh, we're a B2B platform. So like it's, Instagram didn't seem like a wise channel. So yeah. just double down on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. Um, Personally, my social media is for banter mm. and for laughing. Just have to give the disclaimer now. <laughs> so if you just don't expect to see any, any crypto content, actually there is some crypto content, but like it's just there for jokes. Um, but it's famous uncle on, on Twitter. Amazing, amazing. I definitely just feel like I should give you like one last mm. moment to give some advice to people that like are just in your in your position, either like thinking about quitting basically, or maybe have quit and they're not in this like euphoric stage that you're in at the moment. Mm. Like as in, what would you what would you say to them? Um, I think before you decide to quit, have money or have money. W- one thing, yes, or, or have a way of supporting yourself. Mm. So there's some people who um, start up and then freelance on the side. Mm. So say for example, like your your dope designer, um, you can actually do your own thing, but like be freelance for startups mm. as a, as a thing. But that can be, become a bit distracting because you have to work on their timelines, and it also feels like you're doing another job. So I had mm. friends who have tried that approach and. It was tedious for them. And mm. I think it slowed down the shipping velocity. Something I'll say is like, you want to try and be in a place where if you don't already have a qualified opportunity, you give yourself time and cash flow and capital to be able to find that qualified opportunity. Or if you have found one, make sure you've actually properly qualified it. Um, because if you jump ship and you realize afterwards there's no qualified opportunity and you've not given yourself enough wiggle room to, to pivot or to think of something else, you can become quite, quite stuck and frustrated. Um, which can even make you think like, oh my God, I don't want to take risk ever again. Mm. Um, I think another thing is like, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in praying. Like you got to pray about it. Mm. Like it's so easy to um, say, I want to jump because it sounds nice. Mm. And what's crazy, like this news every day on TechCrunch of people raising. Yeah. And you look at them like, they don't have two heads. Mm. Like, I, I had the idea. You know, I had the idea for Deliveroo for his Deliveroo. Mm. I was interning. There's like tang- five people that have told me that, by tang- the way. Tang- no, no. That like, they no, came no. up with Deliveroo no, I was, I was interning. But I believe you, hundreds. And one of the people at work was like, um, <laughs> this is when I was, I, was at, I was at Lloyd's. I was still a like, GCSE time. Um, shadowing someone is like, I wish I could go pick up my laundry. I wish like I could go with the X. Mm, I was like, mm. no, why not, why not do it? And then I realized everyone had the same problem. I was like, what if you all in this is just shared like a delivery person? And then it, it would have collapsed into yeah. Deliveroo. Yeah. I'm sure there are more startup you know stories that you know that we can share on the next episode. Because <laughs> if I leave you, I feel like we'll days, we yeah. can be here forever. Yeah. So um, I'm your host, Debs, and we have Ayo. And this is your favourite show with your favourite pyjama people. Hopefully now we've inspired you to put your job, your experience, the situation you're in, to bed. Good night.